This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. You are listening to The Youth Impact on 105.4 FM at Otago Access Radio in collaboration with Volunteer South. Here, we will take you down the world of volunteering and the impact you can make in your community. Welcome to The Youth Impact. Welcome to your impact. Hello and welcome back to The Youth Impact. Um, I'm hoping my microphone sounds better because I've just received a new one. Very excited to be trying it out. Um, my soundproofing's also up, so hopefully uh, everything is dialed down, uh, just room-wise, I suppose. Anyway, today I'd like to start off by saying that I noticed that the uh, Midwinter Carnival is still looking for volunteers. I've actually never been to the Midwinter Carnival, but it... Oh no, that's a lie. I have. I've worked at the Midwinter Carnival. I did a crowd control one year. It's a very beautiful thing to see, and there's like a lot to do. Um, but there's also a lot to do volunteering-wise. So I thought I'd just tell you guys that they're still looking for volunteers. Um, they're looking for some workshop assistants, uh, the art team assistants, people to watch the bouncy castle. Uh, they're looking for some procession guides for the children, some ticketing team, crowd counters, night market information, stalls, 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 um, help setting up, helping packing down, and some crowd control, which is what I have done before. But yeah, a lot of things to do. Um, I definitely think that you could have a look if you wanted to, you know, take part in obviously a very big carnival that we hold every year. I think it's going to be a lot smaller this year because of ticketing and stuff like that. Uh, And, you know, covid still kind of there but it, i think it will still be a lot of fun so you know just saying have a have a quick squiz on that if you're interested and also coming up is the matariki festival so that's coming up pretty qu- quickly so also just another thing just to see what you're interested in i don't know i think it's neat I, i'm a big fan of stars and of the Maori culture so that's just kind of like some of the events that i know that are happening off the top of my head So I haven't been doing very well of coming up with topics recently, and that is exactly the same for uh, what I'm actually doing right now. I have been going through a lot of different topics. I've been re-recording this episode. Um, It's it's very hard. Uh, But I I, I really wanted to talk about music this week because, I don't know, I really like music. And I've been kind of getting into watching a lot of different, um, you know, like big impactful moments in music history. Obviously, the most recent one that there is has been Eurovision this year. I've like it's it's obviously every year, so it's not super impactful, but it's always something that I enjoy and I love seeing how music can bring people together uh, every time. And you know, this is a lot of volunteering jobs around music, like um, working in rest homes to perform for them. Uh, obviously, teaching music to younger children or just anyone that's willing to learn. I myself have played two main instruments. Uh, I played the drums and clarinet. I've dabbled in a lot of other ones, but those were the two major ones I did. Fun fact about me, I can only play guitars and ukuleles left-handed for some reason, despite being right-handed. I'm not sure why, it's just always been easier for me that way. Um, But, I don't know, I love a lot of things about music, and there's been a lot of, like, 
big charity events evolving around music like Live Aid and just like a lot of uh, earthquake aids and stuff like that. So obviously I would have loved to go into like a really big impactful songs uh, to go through, but <laughs> uh, I can't really play any of those songs on the show. Uh, like I, I, I probably could, but if I had prepared the show earlier, then I would have uh, been able to ask and prepare it better. So I actually thought instead, because uh, again, not a very serious or well thought episode that I'd just tell you some facts about music because I love a good fact list. And yeah, I just really like music. So I just thought we'd uh, talk about that. So the first fact that I found is actually that in 2016, Mozart sold more CDs than Beyonce. That is an interesting fact, but here's why I think it makes sense. One, in 2016, they released a big box set like of, of CDs um, that's like 200 discs of Mozart. And so even then, you'd still be like, would that really sell that much? I don't know what Beyonce released in 2016. Like, if she didn't release anything, like, it still makes sense, you know what I mean? So, interesting fact, though. Apparently singing in a group boosts your mood, which I think we all know. I think um, a big thing with music is, like, how much it affects people itself. Either way, it's a very... Music is a very powerful thing that I've just also reading that uh, 5% of people feel no emotion towards music. This is a very fun, fact-filled day. Another fact is that Rod Stewart hosted the largest ever free concert. So according to this, it was hosted on, on Copacabana Beach in Rio de Janeiro, which is in Brazil, in 1993, which had 4.2 million people turning up. I don't know what's on this list, but I did also find out that the largest concert, you know, ever, I think, was Live Aid. Also a very good example of music and charity. Uh, coinciding because you know it was a huge thing for the Ethiopian famine that was in 1983 to 1985-86 uh, where it had obviously like really big musicians like U2 and Queen and David Bowie and Elton John and they had 172,000 people in attendance but 1.9 billion people watching all over the world well in 150 countries just watching it. So it was a huge concert. I also want to point out that I'm not reading any of that. I remember that off the top of my head. <laughs> so <laughs> I do I do genuinely care about what I'm talking about. Um, I just think it's a great example of people coming together both for the music and for people as well. And we've definitely done like a few of those, like other concerts like those in the past. Uh, but obviously Live Aid is the largest scale of it. Still very impressive, and I just wanted to bring it up because it's one of my favorite facts. According to the Museum of Science and Industry of England, the uh, most catchiest song of all time is Wannabe by the Spice Girls, which makes a lot of sense because now that I've said it, it's uh, stuck in my head. People are actually able to recognize it in 2.3 seconds, which is way below the five-second average of identifying other songs. Which is fair, I get it. In 2015, a Canadian astronaut released an album which are all songs recorded in space. He spent 144 days in the International Space Station and recorded 11 original songs. They are called Space Sessions, songs from a tin can. That is 
amazing. Oh, he's also the first Canadian to walk into space. So that's fun. Hold on, let me listen to some of these songs. Okay, so I've listened to it. I do genuinely like the songs, but they do kind of sound like he's in a tin can because they're so very strange echoing, obviously, I guess, from being in a space station. It is very interesting to listen to. I'd recommend it. Oh, this is interesting. The British Navy uses Britney Spears songs to scare off pirates. If I was a pirate, I would already be on board. Do not... How does that work? Her songs, Oops, I Did It Again and Baby One More Time are the songs which are used the most. Really? Again, I would be on board the second I heard that. So (laughs) pirating is clearly not for me. Or maybe it is. Maybe I'd just be more successful pirate. This is an interesting one. Music helps plants grow faster. So it looks like they did a study and they found that plants grow faster when music is played. The study was shown with 14 different classical pieces, including Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, and all the crops grew faster, which points to evidence that plants can hear, which is very interesting because I know they tried a similar thing a long time ago. Well, maybe not that long ago, but they tried a similar thing where they had people sing to their plants and they noticed the plants were doing a lot better. But then they realized uh, that it could just be because when we sing, obviously we're blowing out carbon dioxide, which is what the plants are intaking. So they had two groups, one just sang to the plant normally and one sang to the plant with a pane of glass in front of them. And... Yeah, the ones without the glass ended up doing a lot better. So it was carbon dioxide and not the singing itself. So I find that interesting if uh, the the music itself does make them grow faster. Because we definitely know for certain that it's not singing. Which is really embarrassing because before I knew that, I definitely talked to my plants all the time. And they were doing really well. Yeah, it turns out it was the carbon dioxide. That's a bummer. Interesting fact, none of the Beatles could read or write music. Neither can I, more or less. I have tried, uh, but I cannot. Apparently music theory just never, they just never understood it. And music just came to them. That is impressive that it was just never written down. (laughs) Oh, hmm. But it also just goes to show that I guess you don't need to learn music theory to be a, you know, a good musician. I imagine it helps, like, if someone else was to give you music or if you needed to give it to someone else. But I suppose if you're doing your own thing, it's fine. Metallica is the first and only band to have played on all seven continents. What is that? North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, Australia, Antarctica? What? They set this record after performing for 120 scientists in a transparent dome in Antarctica. Wow! That is dedication. But also, like, you know, they're the only ones that have achieved this record. They did it in 2013, apparently. The world's longest running performance will end in the 27th century. This is a 639-year performance based on avant-garde composer John Cage's As Slow As Possible. It started in September 2001 and is still running uh, in St. Bucard Church in Germany. Performance is played by an automated organ and progresses so slowly that visitors have to wait months for a chord to change and is scheduled to conclude in 2640. (laughs) 2640 is not a year. The performance is so slow that the organ it's played on 
was not even completed before the concert began because pipes were added to keep the music steady in 2008. Why, though? Like, is there a point to that at that point? I mean, I suppose just to say that you did it, and I, I guess... More facts about how music is good for you. Music is physically good for your heart. Uh, music promotes a healthy cardiovascular system by triggering physiological changes that modulate blood pressure, heart rate, and respiratory functions. Is there anything that music can't do at this point? Because we're learning it helps memory, it helps uh, your heart rate. Um, I, I've also found on here that listening to music utilizes the entire brain. Uh, so yes, the entire brain is used. That whole 10% of your brain thing is a myth. Uh, don't believe that. <laughs> but music is, has such a weird impact on people. Oh, I said the word. Uh, that, you know, it can... I don't know that how effective it is for everyone and just really changes. Like, I, the thing I find most interesting about music is how it also changes with the time. It's ever-evolving. It's ever-changing. Like, there's no one thing that sounds the same. I don't know. Can you tell I'm, like, really into music and just uh, the idea of it? And music apparently also affects, well, as we know, it affects plants, but it also affects cows. Cows produce more milk when listening to slow music. How? Why? Huh? Ah, it's a stress thing. So when a cow is stressed, it slow down, slows down the process of producing milk. So playing music will relax them to cause them uh, to produce more milk. Again, it, there's nothing. Everything about music is really good and ideal. Hello, this is Shayla from the editing past. I'm sorry if I sound different. I am using different software now. So some of it got corrupted, and I'm sure I had some very other interesting, fun-filled facts there. But unfortunately, I cannot remember them, as it has been about an hour since I recorded. I'm very sorry. Now, the confusing thing is when I come back, uh, I've started talking about a different part of this topic, which I said I wouldn't, which was um, songs that have been very influential over the ages. Um, and a lot of the songs are actually missing. <laughs> so I apologize for that. Um, sometimes things don't work out. And when you buy new microphones and uh, stuff, you should really test them first. I think this is a lesson that we can all learn from. And uh, I will do better in the future. Very sorry. Anyway, just to introduce what I'm about to do. Uh, past me is about to talk about some influential songs of the ages that I felt had uh, quite a good impact that has just changed certain viewpoints that I think we had and that have really spoken to me as a person as well as uh, some other people. So I hope you enjoyed this bit. Again, really sorry. Uh, Pasha out. A song and musician that I also want to talk about is Lady Gaga. I am a huge fan of her, and 2011's song, Born This Way, is a great example of embracing who you truly are and, um, you know, empowering individuals to fight for injustice. I think I love everything about that song. Um, it really it just made me feel a bit more accepted um, with who I am, and I feel that with no matter who you are, uh, the song can impact you. And, you know, it's just a very powerful anthem of not being ashamed of who you are. And, you know, I just genuinely really like that song and I want to talk about it. 
Another one that talks about uh, celebrating yourself is obviously Firework by Katy Perry. That's also uh, one of my favorite songs. I used to listen to it all the time in high school. Um, really big fan of the song. Uh, and especially the message that it has of just how that uh, you're beautiful, even if you don't feel like it, and you're more capable of what you think that you're capable of. Not to put everything back to volunteering on this volunteer youth show, but I I think a lot of these songs are perfect songs to listen to before you decide to do anything else. Because have you ever listened to, I know we've already talked about how music can impact the human body itself, but when you listen to music, it really gears you up for stuff. So maybe this is a song, maybe this is just a playlist that I'm giving you uh, of what you should listen to before you look for some jobs. Because... These will do. These will. These will. These will help you. Kind of give you confidence up if you're thinking of volunteering and you're just not really confident that you can do anything like that. Um, an example of a song that obviously has a has a lot more impact of what the message it's giving is "War" by Edwin Starr from 1970. Um, that being obviously a protest war anthem song, and you know I think we all know it and can all recognize it and let's face it it's really good and upsettingly it is uh obviously still very relevant to this day but i think it's just um one of those songs that is an important song because it has such a powerful political statement within its lyrics which obviously a lot of songs do have political statements but that is a very good recognizable song Another very influential song is surprisingly by Macklemore. I wasn't expecting it. Macklemore and Ryan Lewis, uh, where they did Same Love, which was a song about gay rights and homophobia within hip hop. And which I think is an important thing to talk about, as well as um, obviously it's very impactful to me uh, as someone that is in the queer community. And, you know, I... I feel like there's not a lot of that. I do really appreciate a lot of little Nas songs because um, he is also he's also very open with his sexuality and uh, which is shown in his songs, which I do really appreciate and I do love how it's changed in music itself um, to be more open and everything like that. And no one's really that worried about it, which is which is what we want. We want something that's more of a don't look at it as something that's so shocking and upsetting because it just takes away from the fact that it should be the status quo. Anyway, the whole purpose of me trying to do a fun list was so I wouldn't go on a tangent and be a little bit more depressing, but that's kind of what it is. Uh, when it comes to music, music has such a very powerful impact on people and its meanings, and it's the best way to get a message across I have found um, to a mass population. Because, you know, it's something that is just, because it's so catchy, it is recited, it is repeated, and it is remembered. And I think that's beautiful in a way. And I just wanted to share my thoughts on it, mostly. I know I've definitely gone on a lot of tangents with this. It's, it's very hard when I can't play any of the songs. Because I'm hoping everyone remembers what these songs sound like, just with me saying the name of it. But... You know, I I understand how hard it is. So, yeah, this is a weird topic, and I won't do it again next week, I promise. Um, I'll definitely think of something better. But the moral of this entire episode is that I feel that music is a very important part of every person. It is 
it is something that impacts everyone in a different way and we all learn and change from it, even just the smallest bit. And so, you know, to any musicians out there, um, hi, I hope you're doing well. And I hope you know that just anything like that can uh, change your mind or change other people's minds in just how you play. Even if it doesn't have lyrics, just by the sounds alone, uh, will always have an effect on someone else. And those of you that don't play music or aren't musicians, also hi. Um, nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. <laughs> Everyone is different. But you also recognize that uh, <clears throat> music is obviously still a part of you, unless you are in the 5% of people that said that music does nothing for them. In which case, this episode has been a bummer and I'll do something for you next week, probably. So I hope we learned some either interesting facts or at least had a think about, I don't know, music itself. Again, this is a really weird episode, I'm sorry. Um, but it was something that was important to me and I thought I would bring up. So I hope everyone's at least learned something, enjoyed the episode, and I will see you all next week for something that I've probably put more thought into. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Youth Impact on ORFM. Go out and find your impact. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand on the air.